21 minutes after eight, there is some confusion uh, around the place at the moment with regard to how social distancing will be enforced, if at all, by South Australian police. We saw those scenes, and we, you spoke about them the other day, David, about in New South Wales, where you saw police cars with signs whooping going through parks just to get rid of the, the lone bloke doing some sunbaking. Where was that? Rushcutters Bay in Sydney, in the eastern suburbs yeah. there. Very la da part of town. Beautiful park there, just down by uh, the harbour. Well, the police commissioner has contacted us um, to clarify how things are going to work here in SA. Commissioner, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, guys. So what, what's the situation? What are you guys seeing out there and, and, and what confusion is there? Yeah, look, it's, it's quite an interesting situation. I don't think we've ever seen anything like this before where you have such a variation of um, rules or regulations, uh, directions that different jurisdictions are applying. Uh, most... Most other jurisdictions in Australia at the moment have moved much closer to uh, directions that uh, limit gatherings to two people and we've seen, as you've talked about, different levels of enforcement. Uh, in South Australia at the moment, on this particular day, because this is a changing situation almost every day, but at the moment we have a rule that says gatherings of no more than 10 people but in those gatherings, you must maintain social distancing of 1.5 metres where possible. There are lots of exemptions for different types of businesses and functions that you're allowed to undertake. But the general principle that people should be trying to follow is no more than 10 people in a gathering and 1.5 metres spacing between others. That, that, that's the simplest way to describe what most people yeah. need to try and do. The really important mm. thing to stress is if... If we see non-compliance with these rules, then it is inevitable that we will see a, a tightening up of these directions and it will mean that we will have more restrictions on our normal way of life. And you know, what we're seeing now has never been experienced before in Australia. Um, but you know, if we see that the infection rate goes up or we have indicators that show that people aren't doing the right thing, um, then we will be in a position where we have to consider stronger restrictions. Commissioner, can I just ask you a specific question and it uh, is in a way a continuation of the, the chat that we just had with the people at, at Barristers Block. There's been talk, you, you made the declaration on Monday about cellar doors yeah. closing. Yes. But can I just get some clarity around that? Um, is that cellar doors, what about cellar doors that aren't attached to wineries? If you have a freestanding cellar door, I'm thinking about like the, the one there in the main street of Wollonga where it's not actually a winery, yeah. it's just like a a shop front, they're still able to operate, aren't they? No, I think they're caught up in this in this direction. Um, and the purpose of that direction... Right. So it applies to wineries and cellar doors. Um, I think everybody's aware of the fact that we've got a significant cluster in the Barossa Valley. And the, the, yep. the very strong suspicion is that the transmission of the virus through that environment was through people visiting wineries and cellar doors, doing the wine tasting, uh, close, close okay. proximity to people and, you know, just the various substances or um, objects that you touch. We also had an outbreak in um, a small outbreak in the southeast, which is also suspected to be connected to a winery. So it was identified by our health experts that this was a significant risk of transmission. So we took that, um, I think, probably unpopular step of shutting down wineries because it firstly stops people from... Um, communicating in close quarters to each, with, each, with each other and it also stops people from undertaking unnecessary travel to different regions in, in South Australia and this mm. is the big thing here is we're telling people to stay home if you don't have to go out so that removed one incentive for people to undertake unnecessary travel.
Mm. And Commissioner, just finally, um, when we were talking to police media this morning, um, sign of the times, we ended up talking to them off air rather than on air, but that's just the, the world we currently inhabit. Um, Dave Muir had some pretty disturbing information. What There appears to have been a bit of a spike locally in these deadbeats who are breaking into small businesses that are yeah. currently closed due to the virus. That's just shocking behaviour, isn't it? Well, it, it is. It is, and this this is the challenge for us. Is we're we're dedicating resources now to ensuring people comply with the new social distancing regu- requirements, because we want to stop the spread of this virus to try and reduce the number of people in South Australia who are going to die from it. But we also have our ongoing obligations to make sure that the rest of the community is safe from crime and disorder, and. The shift that we're seeing creates opportunities for uh, those people who prey on the vulnerable, take advantage of um, these businesses that aren't able to maintain their own security because they're just not there anymore. So we're trying to we're trying to split our resources to make sure we're dealing with the virus issue, but also looking after those people who have become more vulnerable in their business because uh, they're not able to be there. So it's a bit of a balancing act for us, but that's one one thing we're really looking at. Commissioner, great to speak to you. Appreciate your time this morning. Pleasure. See you. Good morning, Commissioner Grant Stevens. We're going to take a short break on the other side, but we'll check in on the fuel situation and how it's playing out across Adelaide. Some mixed messages today about some crazy bargains, but some also some price spikes. Lucy, I have the detail for you very short. This is ACAST Recommends. Every week we pick one of our favourite shows, and this is one we think you're going to love. Let's get real. Have you ever wondered why adults are so obsessed with Disney? I'm theme park journalist Carly Wiesel, and on my new podcast, Very Amusing, I'm discussing every story, secret, and shenanigan I know to bring you an inside look at what's really going on there. From secret spaces like Disneyland's private $15,000 dinner to surprising celebrity hot takes, we're covering all of your curiosities. Subscribe to Very Amusing with Carly Wiesel now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST is home to the biggest podcast from the U.S. and around the world. Subscribe to this show and hundreds more now via ACAST or wherever you get your podcasts.